You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. Now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. AfterBuzz TV presents Chatting with Kathy. Sit-down interviews with Hollywood's leading actors, artists, and entrepreneurs. And now, your host of Chatting with Kathy, Kathy Kelly. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Chatting with Kathy. I'm your host, Kathy Kelly, and today's guest is the epitome of both beauty and brains, from being a Baywatch babe and former Playmate of the Year, to competing on Celebrity Apprentice, to writing a book. She has done it all. Brandy Roderick, thank you so much for being here today. Thanks for having me. Yeah. These things you said. (laughs) And I'm, I am, my mind is blown of how many things you have accomplished so far. Like, you've done, you've created multiple companies. You wrote your own book. Where do you have the time to do it all? You have two kids, too. Yeah, I know. It's crazy. It's, I, I. I guess I just don't sleep. <laughs> uh, you know, I, I'm lucky that my husband actually takes on a lot of the brunt of everything at home, so yeah. he actually will watch the boys a lot. But um, yeah, I just I just work a lot, and because I enjoy it. If I wasn't working a lot or taking care of my family, I would go crazy. I just I love being active and busy. Yeah, and we are going to talk about everything today, from your book to your new partnership with Alkaline Water. Mm-hmm. And um, let's start off first with. You started your career acting. What originally drew you to it? Um, You know, it's just uh, something I enjoyed from when I was a very young kid. My brother and I used to put on little acting shows for our neighbors and all the neighbors' kids. And we would sell tickets and they'd come. And it was just something... Uh, that that I love doing. My brother was was really creative as well, but my mom's a, a creative person, so I think it stems from her. But uh, it's just always been in me. I just always enjoy it. Yeah, and you had several guest roles on Nine O Two and O, Two Guys a Girl in a Pizza Place, yeah. and then finally your breakout role was in Baywatch yeah. alongside David Hasselhoff, and mm-hmm. I mean the entire Baywatch crew. That was an iconic show. Yeah. So, what was that like when you found out you were <clears throat> cast in that role? Oh my gosh. Well, for me, that was like a time in my life where I needed kind of a change and I was like ready for that next moment. And when I got the call, I was actually at the Beverly Center in the parking lot. And I just remember uh, getting the phone call and actually dropping to my knees because I was just, I wanted it so bad and I prepared for it and I envisioned it and I did all my affirmations and everything for it to finally come true. I was just was kind of in shock and and it was just the best thing that ever happened to me at that time yeah and you guys filmed in Hawaii for parts of that like how was that experience being <laughs> on I mean a gorgeous island and then getting paid to do it it was the best job ever like the best job uh, till this to this date I would say that's still the best job just being on a beach every day in Hawaii swimming in the ocean being on boats hanging out with gorgeous guys I mean (laughs) it really was the best job yeah and I mean I said it earlier but it really was an iconic show so Mm. many uh amazingly talented people came from that I mean David Hasselhoff did it uh, Pamela Anderson Mm -hmm. Carmen Electra the list goes on um what were the things that you learned from being on the show um well I feel like now I can rescue somebody (laughs) (laughs) um you know I did learn CPR 
Really? Um, we did have intensive training, underwater training. So there's a lot of things like that that, you know, you wouldn't think you really had to do, but we really went through intensive training with that. Mm-hmm. Definitely. I know that you prepare a lot for, I know you prepared a lot for a Celebrity Apprentice especially, yeah. <laughs> but were there extra things that you did to go above and beyond that preparation? For the Baywatch? Yeah. Um, you know, I actually, I just went, went and saw my acting coach okay. prior to all the auditions and all the the steps. Um, I, like I said, I did my affirmations every night yeah. and I just really envisioned myself um, being there in Hawaii, doing, you know, the part and, and being in that character. So, you know, I just went balls to the walls. Can I say that? Is yeah. that like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. I really wanted it. <laughs> So another role that people probably recognize you for is Starskin Hutch yeah. uh, alongside Ben Stiller and Owen Wilson. And I heard that you actually, a lot of that scene that you were in was improvised. Yes. Yeah. Which I wasn't expecting. Um, but the good thing was I was prepared because I'd taken many classes in improvisation and, uh, you know, we just had a blast and, and the things that they would throw out at me, like how much do you weigh and <laughs> what's your sign? Like all that stuff was all improvised. Yeah. Um, but you know, I felt that I held my own and, and gave it back to them and, and we just had so much fun. Yeah. yeah. Do you have a favorite role to date or was it Baywatch that, um, you know, Baywatch really was my favorite job, I guess yeah. to date, but you know, I loved the Starsky and Hutch role. I absolutely love that. But you know, one of the roles I would have to say is one of my favorite characters um, was on Nanny Diaries when I uh, got to play this um, kind of neurotic, crazy showgirl mom that mm-hmm. um, had a cake fight with, uh, you know, Scarlett Johansson and my kids. And, you know, it was just kind of fun because I got to play and dance to Donna Summers and I was just kind of crazy. So it's always fun to play a character that's um, not like yourself. However, I am a little crazy, so, <laughs> but it was a lot of fun. Cake fights with Scarlett Johansson don't I, happen every day. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Um, so in 2000, you were in Playboy and later named Playmate of the Year. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know that you credit Playboy to giving you a lot of the opportunities that you have mm-hmm. today. Um, why do you think that, that it's such a good company? Um, you know what? Well, Playboy is a great company because it's very family oriented and you feel like you're in kind of a sisterhood, a sorority. But for me, Playboy really was that platform, um, you know, to maybe get noticed a little bit more, maybe get a little bit more notoriety. But, um, yeah, I think it's definitely, it's a great platform for people. Yeah. And you never lived in the mansion, right? Um, well, I had, I guess, you know, you go back and forth, yeah. kind of, okay. and, uh, you know, I always lived, I always had an apartment in Los Angeles, okay. yeah. And um, I've heard you say in past interviews that you were actually kind of, you gave a lot of the other girls <clears throat> advice, both career advice, life advice. Um, mm-hmm. Why do you think that was? Um, well, I was ol- always a little bit older than the girls. Um, I started out, I think I was a playmate when I was 25, and a lot of the girls are like 18 or 19, yeah. so I'm already older than them. That's so, still so young. <laughs> yeah, I know, but, you know, I guess I've been around a little bit longer. Um, but they always came to me and asked me for advice um, with everything, with career and love. And and it happened so much that I just decided, you know what, I think I should write a book about this. Yeah. You know, I'm giving a lot of advice. And I, at that point, I was, you know, in my 30s and felt that I've, you know, done a lot in the business and had a lot to say. Yeah, and that book, Bounce Don't Break, is a life advice book. It talks about mm-hmm. career, yeah. love, 
All of the above. Exactly. <laughs> Life, love, success. And it's part advice, part memoir. I do tell, you know, my stories growing up and my experiences coming into the business so people can get an idea of, you know, what I went through so they could say, oh my gosh, so that's normal or, or this isn't normal. You know, mm -hmm. I, I'm glad I read this so I know not to fall for this or, you know, things mm -hmm. like that. And you do detail a lot of uh, personal issues that you went through, including mm -hmm. um, in vitro fertilization. Mm -hmm. And why do you think it was important to share those stories for other young women? I think it was important you know, in regards to the in vitro stuff is because for me, I didn't have anybody out there telling their story. There was no other celebrities out there talking about in vitro. Everybody that did in vitro kept it quiet and didn't want anybody mm -hmm. to know. They wanted people to think that they had their babies on their own. Um, so I didn't have somebody to look up to and read their stories. So I wanted women to be able to read my story so they can know the process and, and learn from that. Yeah. I really feel like it's only been the last year or so that we've started hearing a lot about celebrities going through this. Yeah, people are finally now coming out and talking about it, but mm -hmm. it was always, like, taboo before. You feel like you have to be perfect in, like, exactly. everyone's eye, but yeah. it's almost, it's nicer as, you know, someone sitting at home to hear that other people have struggled as well, so exactly. it seems normal. Yep. Yeah. It's important. Um, so, uh, in addition to your book, you... Um, are also a very accomplished businesswoman, and you've started several companies. Mm -hmm. Fantasy, which is an online um, for sports, right? Yeah, okay. so guys can go on and, and play like uh, you know fantasy sports, like mm -hmm. your fantasy football, baseball, uh, those sorts of things. But we also have skill-based games like Sudoku and pool and checkers, <laughs> you know, all that kind of stuff. So, and how did that company start? Start up. Um, my husband and his business partner, um, came about and thought about this, this company and, um, I just got involved with it and, uh, you know, it's, it's a lot of fun. It's a lot of fun. It's where someone can go and play with uh, another celebrity or another athlete, um, you know, or with their, their friends and family. You also started a shoe line with, uh, Tommy Hilfiger and Adam Levine and it's a designer shoe line. Yeah. So how did, I mean, it's menswear mostly, right? Yeah, well, we have both. Actually, Ginny Hilfiger, um, okay. Tommy's sister, um, she designed our women's line. And Adam uh, Levine, he designed one of our uh, men's lines. So um, I feel like we've got a couple great people, you know, uh, putting their, you know, their eye on fashion onto it. Yeah. And, and it's, they're, they're great shoes. We actually even have like ballet slippers for girls and, you know, some really cute stuff. And uh, switching gears a little bit, just because you are um, a female in the business world, have you ever faced adversity in that regard? Like, you felt like you had to prove yourself that much more because you are so pretty mm -hmm. and people might think that you don't have the smarts to back it up? <clears throat> I think that all my life I've been facing that um, because I've been, I've really, I've been working since I was uh, 14, on my 14th, actually, birthday is when I started working. Um, so I've been, I've been facing that my whole life and even like going into the apprentice, for instance, you know, people probably didn't expect that I'd be doing well. So I had to prove myself even more and then ended up making it to the final four. So I, I definitely, I've been dealing with that my whole life, which is, you know, I, I'm thankful for it. I'm glad for it because it made me the person I am today. And I've, um, always had to persevere and, and, and work harder and, um, it's what got me, you know, to the place I am today. Yeah. How were you originally approached for the... Celebrity Apprentice, the original season. Um, you were on season two. <clears throat> yes, right? season okay. two. Yeah. And, uh, well, Don, Donald Trump apparently was 
kind of a fan of mine. So I he, heard he hit on you. <laughs> <laughs> well, he told the world that, so I guess I could talk about it <laughs> since he said it on the show. Um, but he asked the producers to interview me to see if I would be right for it. And, and, and I went and met with the producers and they, you know, ask, you know, what my business acumen is mm-hmm. and, you know, if I have the celebrities in my back pocket to back it up and the money and all that. And actually we were at the polo, um, lounge in the Beverly Hills hotel having our meeting. And right after they asked me, well, you know, what is your celebrity Rolodex? And I said, yeah, I know lots of celebrities. And right after that, um, in walks Russell Simmons <laughs> and Brett Ratner and coming up, Hey Brandy. I was like, Hey, you know, giving them a hug. How you doing? Blah, blah, blah. I yeah. introduce them to the table. They walk away and they go, yep. Well, you're hired. <laughs> I was like, perfect timing. Like I, I couldn't have planned it any that. better. <laughs> and you were a powerhouse on that season. I yeah. mean, by the end of it, you were favored to win. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you were asked back yeah. for celebrity all-stars. Yeah. I heard that you did so much so much research and preparation for that. You sat and watched like 70 hours of past seasons yes, to prepare. Absolutely. Why? I mean, what made you so motivated to do it? Well, I really wanted to win. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm very competitive <laughs> and I really wanted to raise that money for my charity. Mm-hmm. Um, it's all three of those things. I, um, yeah, I really just wanted to go in there and, and win. I just wanted to be fully prepared so that I knew I was doing the best possible job that I could do. And didn't you also, you prepared by um, learning MacBooks, too? Yeah, because on my season um, with Joan Rivers and and that whole season, the first season, we used um, Macs. Mm -hmm. And at that point, I was a PC person. I never used Macs. So I was, you know, a little slow at all of that. So I knew going into it, I'm like, oh, I'm going to go in. I'm going to buy a Mac. I'm taking all the classes. So I went in and I took all the classes for for all everything that they have, you know, keynotes, everything, uh, even iMovie. I learned it all in case really? I needed to cut a movie <laughs> because you never know what you're going to yeah. have to do. And um, we got there and, oh, yeah, we're not using Macs this year. <laughs> what? what? You know how many hours I spent, you know, you know, learning these tools? Yeah. Um, but it's fine because now I use a Mac. <laughs> um, but, you know, it, it was all fine. It, it was good. But I still at least prepared because I knew that we had used them in the past. You can never be too prepared. Exactly. That's how I feel. So after you had competed on um, both seasons, was there were you upset at all that you didn't go further? I know in yeah. All-Stars especially, yeah. you were favored to win, actually. Right. Um, yeah, that was really hard because I really wanted to go further on that, on the all-star season. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. But you know, yes, the competition was stiffer because everybody that was there already knew what to expect and they were in it to win it. Um, but on my particular, uh, task that I got sent home, no one could have won that task except Penn Jillette because mm-hmm. he had Paul Simon in his back pocket. He had food, he had the musicians, yeah. he, they brought in all that stuff. No one on my team, no matter who would have gotten that role, no one had those connections and had that type of pool to be able to pull something like that off. So it was just an unfortunate time that, you know, I had been the project manager on that task. Yeah. Overall, how did you like the experience? Oh, I, I love it. I would do it again. Um, I never used the word fun to ex- describe my experience on The Apprentice, but <laughs> I definitely love it. I love the challenge. I love going in every day, you know, with a new task. Um, I love, you know, everything about that. They were... Weren't they working you six days a week? Like Yeah, 18-hour days. Um, it's insane. You don't crazy. sleep. And 
Uh, that's why people get irritated with each other so easily because you're not sleeping or eating. You're just working. Yeah. But, um, but it's great. It's a great experience. And everyone always wonders whether some of the drama <clears throat> is manufactured, but it sounds like if you're living with that many people yeah. and you're getting that little sleep, it's just, it's going to happen naturally. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure there are some people that maybe like hype it up for the TV, but it's all stemming from real drama and real feelings. So you're definitely getting real stuff. <laughs> Do you think that you took any of your experience there, took that away and put it into your own life? business-wise? Absolutely. Um, I, I'm always looking at it like, even when I'm talking with my husband and we're talking about one of our businesses and we say, well, let's do, let's make this a celebrity apprentice task. We've got two days to get this done. <laughs> and it's true because now that I've done that, I know that you could take two days and get, you can get done in two days what normally takes, you know, a marketing company two months. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, yeah, if you just really put in all the hours like you're supposed to and make the phone calls and get the connections, like you really can do a lot in two days. If you're motivated and you put exactly. your mind to it. Exactly. So now that I know that it's there, that I can do that, then it, I bring it into my, you know, my everyday business and I get a lot more done. So you've mentioned your husband a lot, uh, Glenn, uh -huh. and he is a former NFL linebacker. Mm -hmm for the Broncos. And I know you are a huge 49ers fan. So yeah. Sundays, is it just crazy in your house? <clears throat> pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's pretty much crazy all the time because my family and myself is always pushing like everything 49ers onto our kids, you know, pajamas, hats, you know, everything like that. And he, him and his family are doing the other, they're doing the Broncos. <gasps> so our poor kids are destined to probably be charger fans. <laughs> <laughs> I guarantee it. They're going to be Charger fans. That's hilarious. Are yeah. they, I mean, they're still very young, yeah. but are they swaying towards one side <clears throat> or the other? Yeah, they go towards their dad. Oh, Yeah, my little two and a half year old, He's he was a Bronco football player for Halloween. Oh, Yeah. That's adorable. I'll keep trying. <laughs> um, what's life like being a mom now? I mean, you have two sons. Yeah, it's the best. Yeah. I mean, there's nothing else like it. I mean, I, I love it. I I'm feel totally fulfilled now. I, it's just the best thing ever. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I know a lot of people are probably wondering how you stay in such amazing shape <laughs> being a mother, because I know that that's not easy, even if you don't have kids. Um, you know, when you have two toddlers, they're only a year apart. So they're like Irish twins. Um, you are constantly running mm -hmm. and when you're not running with work and, running with the kids. I mean, it's so it's, it's keeps you active. I think it's just the metabolism thing and constantly moving. And, and I'll tell you my kids, even though they're two and a half and three and a half, anytime I try to sit down and eat, what do you got mom? And they take everything off my plate and I'll be like, <laughs> okay, I guess I'm not going to be eating that now. Oh, <laughs> that sounds like a good diet. Yeah. <laughs> Ironically but, enough. I mean, I also, I, I work out five days a week and, mm -hmm. and we in our house eat healthy five days a week. And, um, we eat what we want on the weekends and that's how we kind of stay sane by, we know on the weekends we can eat our ice cream and our pizza, but during the week we have grilled fish and chicken okay. and things like that. And do you cook a lot? Five, you, five, when I'm home five nights a week, if really? I'm home, I cook Monday through Friday. If I'm not, then, you know, my husband usually makes eggs and bacon, okay. <laughs> eggs and turkey bacon. <laughs> I mean, that's better than most guys that can use the microwave and that's about it. Yeah. <laughs> so props to him. Yeah. Um, so I want to talk about your partnership with Alkaline Water Company, mm -hmm. and this is a new partnership yeah. um, with their product, Alkaline 88. Yeah, 
Yeah. So tell me a little bit about that. Well, you know, I was, um, actually my, my manager brought it to me cause he knew I was trying to search for something that's healthy that I can get behind and support. And my whole, about probably about the past 10, 11 years, I've been researching, uh, being alkaline and going to health retreats and things like that and learning. And my family have been eating alkaline diet. Um, and then when he told me there was alkaline water, I was just super excited because it's an easy way to just start, you know, drinking water and, and to bring your pH level up. So, um, you know, he called him, we got involved and, um, it's been a very, very exciting journey from day one. I'm just very excited about this product. Mm -hmm. And there's so many health benefits to it as well. I know you were telling me earlier before we started filming. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, it's just being alkaline, your body, Mm -hmm. if you're alkaline, you can't get sick. You're not, you know, getting cancers because cancer can't live, you know, in, in an alkaline environment. It lives in an acidic environment. So things like that, you know, it's just the best way to keep you balanced, keep you healthy. And it's the easiest way, you know, drinking, you got to drink water. So why not drink the best water that's going to make your body alkaline? Mm -hmm. Um, And the best thing about our water is that it's the first and only bulk alkaline water out there. So not only are you using less plastics, you're helping the environment, but you're saving money because it's in bulk. It's a lot less expensive than buying the smaller bottles. Mm -hmm. So it's definitely exciting. There's nothing out there like it. Um, The first of its kind. So it's exciting to be on the forefront of that. Yeah. And you stock it up at home? Oh, yeah. (laughs) Our garage case is like a pyramid. Actually, our our kids play on the pyramid of cases. (laughs) I'm always like, get down. You're going to smash my boxes. But, yeah, they they go and play on the boxes. That's so cute. But they drink it. My whole family drinks it. Uh, My parents drink it. Everyone drinks it. That's awesome. Um, so moving forward, I mean, you've accomplished so much in your career, but is there anything that you haven't yet accomplished that you hope to? Hmm. Good question. Because up until this point, it was always kids. Having kids was, you know, um, I mean, obviously you want to see them grow up well. Yeah. I mean, that of course would be the first thing, you know, have them be gentlemen and grow up to be, you know, good guys in the world that can make a difference. Mm -hmm. Um, but you know, I guess for me right now, I would say to help the world be aware of the alkaline water, the alkaline 88 and the benefits of it, because I think by starting with that, it's going to change people's lives. And I think that if we all get on that base of being alkaline, we're going to prevent a lot of these diseases that are killing our families. Yeah. Um, so do you have any advice for young girls who are growing up and they maybe want to aspire to be like Mm -hmm. you one day? Well, you know, I always say just no matter what your dream is, if it's your dream and you're really passionate about it, go after it because you can achieve anything. That's why mom used to always tell me, whatever you want to be, you can be. And I think that girls really need to know that because it's so true. If you go out there and work hard enough and put in the energy behind it, you're going to you're going to be able to do whatever it is you want to do. So that's really important for girls to understand that they have the power of their own destiny. And that's a lot of what you talk about in your book as well. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it's all coming full circle. Yeah, so you can get it in Bounce, Don't Break and read it. And, yeah. yeah. And that's available on Amazon as well? Yeah, Amazon, Barnes & Noble, wherever. Awesome. Well, yeah. we have a shameless plug section at the end of sure. every show. So whatever you want to plug, plug away. <laughs> 
Um, well, I'd love it if people would go to alkaline88.com and pdoitalia.com. And if you want to see any of my appearances where I'll be appearing, you can go to brandyroderick.com. Awesome. Well, Brandy, thank you so much for thank coming you. in today. It was such a pleasure having you on. Thank you. I appreciate it. Yeah. And uh, you can find us at AfterBuzz TV on Twitter. You can find me at Katherine Kelly on Twitter. <laughs> and you can find all of our Chatting with Kathy shows as well as all of the after shows that AfterBuzz produces on iTunes as well as on YouTube. So check them out, and thanks for coming Thank in, Brandy. you. I appreciate it. Thanks yeah. for having me. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 